Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Also, shares with a friend. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by White Elephants. We're blessed to receive so many listener requests for particular stories. Thank you to everyone who has done so. We love to know what you think. If you're a Patreon supporter, please message us through your Patreon profile and we'll prioritize your request to the top of the queue. Tonight, we'll read a story called Fortunatus. It's inspired by a German tale regarding a legendary hero popular in 15th and 16th century Europe. Fortunatus is a tale which marks the passing of the feudal world into the more modern, globalized, capitalist world. The moral of the story is that it is far too easy, without wisdom, to lose one's fortune, no matter how it was acquired. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Fortunatus. In the city of Famagosta, in the island of Cyprus, there lived a very rich gentleman. His name was Theodorus. He married a lady who was the greatest beauty in Cyprus, and she was as rich as himself. She was called Graciana. They both had every pleasure that wealth could buy and lived in the first style. 
Besides all this, the Lady Graciana brought her husband a fine little son who was named Fortunatus, so one would think nothing could have kept Theodorus from being the most happy person in the world. But this was not long the case, for when he had enjoyed all these pleasures for some time, he grew tired of them and began to keep company with young noblemen of the court, with whom he sat up all night drinking and playing cards, so that in a few years he spent all his fortune. He was now very sorry for what he had done, but it was too late, and there was nothing he could do but to work at some trade to support his wife and child. For all this, the Lady Graciana never found fault with him, but still loved her husband the same as before, saying, Dear Theodorus, to be sure, I do not know how to work at any trade, but if I cannot help you in earning money, I will help you to save it. So Theodorus set to work, and though the Lady Graciana had always been used only to ring her bell for everything that she wanted. She now scoured the kettles and washed the clothes with her hands. They went on in this manner till Fortunatus was 16 years of age. When that time came, one day, as they were all sitting at dinner, Theodorus fixed his eyes on his son and sighed deeply. What is the matter with you, father? said Fortunatus. Ah, my child, said Theodorus. I have reason enough to be sorry when I think of the noble fortune which I have spent and that my folly will force you to labor for your living. Father, replied Fortunatus, do not grieve about it. I have often thought that it was time I should do something for myself and though I have not been brought up to any trade, yet I hope I can contrive to support myself somehow. When Fortunatus had done his dinner, he took his hat and walked to the seaside, thinking of what he could do, as to be no longer a burden to his parents. Just as he reached the seashore, the Earl of Flanders who had been to Jerusalem, was embarking on board his ship with all his servants to set sail for Flanders. Fortunatus now thought he would offer himself to be the Earl's page. When the Earl saw that he was a smart-looking lad and heard the quick replies which he made to his questions, he took him into his service. So at once they all went on board. On their way, the ship stopped a short time at the port of Venice, where Fortunatus saw many strange things, which made him wish still more to travel, and taught him much that he did not know.